Welcome. Thank you. Welcome to my bed. <laughs> You're loving your bed. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Talk About. Today we have a very interesting subject that we're talking about. Um, I want to start by saying that at the end of this interview, Aria will be offering her offerings and there will be a very special gift for all our listeners. So stay tuned for that. For free. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. It is free. Ah, it's true. Um, so let's dive straight in and tell me, tell us why this subject is so challenging to speak about. Yeah, I think a lot of it already, I, I told Natalie when she asked me to do this interview, I'm like, we have to be really careful what we are saying on social media, on Facebook and on Instagram, because this exactly shows immediately the shame or the suppression of the taboo or the, um, uh, the cultural conditioning that we have around this topic is we're not allowed to say these words. So we, you will see us like avoiding actually naming the topic of what it is about because I've had multiple interviews in the past and we got kicked off because we're mentioning the words like the big O, the S word, and we're talking about this topic. So it, it already indicates um, how much conditioning there is around it. And for me personally, in my work, it's super challenging. So whenever I want to post about uh, our sexy times, our bedroom times, or intimacy, um, I need to avoid actually naming the words. So the society where we're growing up in, where we grew up in, and that is still here, even though a lot of people think there's a lot of freedom around this topic already, it's not. And already the two biggest platforms people use prove that because right. it's we cannot speak freely. We cannot speak freely. We are put to, like in the past, we've been put to shame and guilt. And even now it's like, you can't speak freely about this topic, which already, which already makes us feel guilty somehow. It's already telling us, mm. hey, there's something wrong mm. about mm. us speaking about this topic. You shouldn't do that in public. You need to hide that. You need to do that in your private conversations, which, you know, a lot of people think like, oh no, I don't have shame, but we have so much more shame than we think. Right. These messages that we receive already from these platforms, such as this one, is telling us something like, hey, it shouldn't be talked about. Hey, I cannot post about this. Right. Yeah. And you think that affects the way they interact with each other? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Because we receive messages even from when we were little growing up that certain things are, are done, like not done. You know, like as a child, maybe you were like nude and walking around without clothes. And at a certain point, it's like, hey, you know, Put your put your swimsuit on like put this on cover yourself guests are coming mm. or like yeah. little kids you know touching their intimate parts and then the parents are like hey don't do that right. that's you know you can't you can't right. do that there's, there's guests here right it's inappropriate yeah so, even without guests it's like don't touch them don't yeah yeah don't, and i'm not saying everybody but a majority yeah. Yeah, majority yeah. of us um yeah we receive those messages either from our parents, from such our teachers, age, right. such an early age. Yeah. Covering with clothing is, is why. Right. You know, I walk naked in my house all day. <laughs> we, just, we just got dressed. <laughs> for you guys. For you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I had my neighbor, like my neighbor had um, somebody slept, slept over there for the night. And then he, he looks over and saw me under my outside shower. And he was, he just heard me singing and then he said, hey, and I was like, oh, hey. And then he saw that, he, that I was naked and he's like, oh, 
you know, immediately the setting of like, I'm like, I don't care, you know, yeah. it, it's just the body. Also this, like, mm -hmm. don't relate nudity so much to, to intimacy or to sexy times. It's just, mm. it's a human body. Like there's this obsession. Right. So what, tell me, what would you say are some common examples of things that people are ashamed about? Yeah. So what I see a lot, especially with the women that I work with, is um, not feeling comfortable in their body. Mm. And especially when it comes to times in the bedroom, mm. it's like trying to hide their belly or, mm. you know, feeling insecure about the size of their breast or like the way that their butt looks or maybe like their chin or certain parts are very, you know, trying to hide certain parts of their body, not feeling comfortable um, so maybe you had this, if you're a woman, I'm, I'm speaking to a woman for a moment, I'll, I'll touch up on the man after. Um, but as a woman, for example, you know, you're making love, but then you need to get up and walk to the toilet and you maybe feel like, oh, I'm fully exposed because, you know, who can fully watch me right now. These are things in like ways that, ways that it shows mm -hmm. up or, um, um, for example, maybe you have the feeling that when you are in the bedroom, you have sexy times, you cannot be as loud as you want to be, or you feel maybe like inhibited to be loud. It's like, uh, like, you know, there's this, there's this barrier between, okay, I, I should be loud enough to be sexy, but not too loud. So mm -hmm. like the whole name. And <laughs> um, yeah, also like even talking about it, yeah. like with friends, maybe feeling like, I, I remember like, you know, some of my clients would be like, no, I don't talk about this stuff with my friends. It's, mm -hmm. it's private. That's just between me and my husband and me and my partner. It's like feeling restricted yeah. in any ways to express ourselves, whether that's like through our body, through words. Um, a, lot of, a lot of people, both men and women are holding back. You know, you want to hit on that girl or you want to like flirt with that guy, but there's this holding back because you don't want to be, you don't want to be that like, you know, don't want to be that creep that's just like hitting or yeah um compliments like if women receive compliments on, or like men maybe feel restricted to give compliments because they're afraid that you know the woman is not going to take it nicely so rather than you know it's like hey you look sexy today it's like it's an insult rather than mm -hmm. oh thank you yeah. so these are just more lighter ways in which it can show up of course there's more heavier ways which it can show up for example um, when men have problems in, in getting it up because like they're so insecure about the size that's there and it's like you know it's like what is, is this the right size is normal it's like a lot of men have have worries about if it's big enough if it's strong enough if it's hard enough if it can last long enough so um, it can really result in certain that's issues. That's a really pressure yeah that pressure a lot of the pressure really, yeah um, for women having having pain Mm. during lovemaking dry pain dry pain soreness because the body is not fully opening and that's often because um we're restricted in some way whether that's mentally emotionally, um, emotionally um an experience that was really bad or mm. negative yeah and yeah. i also feel like even between couples like marriage people that have been together for years I still feel like there is a shame of um, expressing desires, you know, like is pain allowed? I want to be pain. They have this fantasy, sharing fantasies. Like, would that make me a whore? You know, like, am, am I allowed to, am I allowed even with myself to feel, to feel safe within myself to have these 
fantasies and desires. Yeah, there's a lot of slot shaming, even between couples mm. and friends among friends. Mm. What they're wearing, maybe the partners towards each other, what you're wearing, this is way too sexy, just too much of a cleavage or, um, yeah, it's like, no, you need to cover yourself up because like there's other people around, not, yeah. not stating our boundaries, yeah. like not, not, not even knowing what we want in the bedroom, unfortunately. Right. Um, yeah. And not, not stating our boundaries on both sides. Right. Yeah. And right. I feel the men get a lot of, a lot of pressure on themselves. Mm. Yeah. So how, how would you think that this shaming or this uh, embarrassment hold people back in the bedroom? How does it affect their ability to really bring themselves fully to the bed? Yeah. A big one here is that <clears throat> lovemaking is seen as an act of making love, especially if it's with your partner or your husband or your, your boyfriend or your girlfriend, somebody you're dating. And if we've been growing up receiving messages that this act of love is actually dirty and shameful, then how do you think it impacts that amount of intimacy that you can have? with your partner because if that's your intimate moment but you have received so many messages that oh but this is wrong this should be behind hidden doors like somehow this is not right it first of all impacts the intimacy between the couple and next to that it, it impacts so much their expression like maybe they want to do kinky things or this or like explore with other people like in groups and um there can be so much inhibition of even you know, I, I've had so many men that are like, I really would love to have a threesome. Yeah. But it's like feeling too ashamed to even bring that topic up. Yeah. Um, even just as a discussion. As even well. just for putting it on the table. We don't need yeah. to take act, but just to, act, yeah. like, just to be honest, like, hey, this is a desire that I've had for years. And not being able to express those desires. Yeah. Just, again, it's, it's, there's a part of intimacy that's blocked. Um, and we're blocking our potential of yeah. having amazing bedroom experiences. This is surprising to me, like in this day and age, like 2021, where everything, everything is accepted and there's so many ways to be. And still there is this unspoken conversation concerning sexuality. Let, let's say even with friends, you know, what, what I like, what I don't like, people finding their own group of friends that like you know certain certain things like it's still it's still not happening so widely that people are freely able to talk about you know the, the secrets the hidden the hidden things inside me that I that I want to talk about not necessarily even experience but just share yeah even in this day and age how could it be I believe because there's still these platforms that are you I mean I, I don't want to get Facebook to follow everything. We love you, Facebook. We're here. <laughs> so happy we can do this broad streaming. Um, but the messages that we keep receiving um, are not don't have a healthy perspective on intimacy, on on pleasure, on there's 
I mean, why do you think that marketing is is so directed towards desires and toward because it's like this is the big forbidden fruit. Mm. You know, it's still it's been engraved for years and decades and decades in our culture. And yes, maybe there's a bit more openness, but we're by far not there yet on a bigger scale. Right. In smaller conscious communities, yeah. Yeah. And even there, like yeah. even here in Copenhagen, like we're in yeah. Copenhagen. Yeah. 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 Which is supposedly a very like as positive community like when i go here because i often make others blush when i speak about it and then i'm still surprised like how much either resistance i get or how many judgments i'm still receiving or hearing about this topic so yeah until the real work is done about it um it requires more than just like oh yeah we can speak more openly about it yeah yeah i think a real a movement is happening now I feel that very, very But strongly. we're still, like, I feel still like the bigger is, like, trying to suppress it because right. this energy is fucking powerful. Yeah. That's why. Tell us a little bit about your journey. Like, how... Tell us about your coming out of your sexual shame. I have the Facebook conference here. And, um, and how that transformed into confident <laughs> struggling about the words. confident healthy yeah. bedroom times times yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> and i used to have a lot of shame especially about my body mm-hmm. because i have a skin condition that's called vitiligo so i'm having like white marks all over my body which you know already as as a kid it was like I felt different I felt normal I felt that like maybe people are going to see me like okay she has a disease so a lot of and and I think that is not a more special case than others I think every teenager is finding something about themselves that they feel ashamed about and for me it was it happened to be my skin um and and I also had this big feeling of like I want to be the good girl you know mm. I cannot go and like slot around which again already the terms that we use for people um, in our teenage like I was really reserved felt super ashamed about being nude I would only make love um, under the blankets in the dark very ashamed about my yoni um, and how it how it looks. And I just noticed, I thought like, okay, you know, I have this shame, but it's, that's normal, normal now, oh you know, God, like, yeah. I was like, oh no, I guess it's normal that I'm feeling this way, that right. I feel that something is wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Like that became normal, that feeling. Um, and I was holding myself back in so many ways. And I remember my fan, a big fantasy was like to have a threesome. And I was like, I'll never be able to do that because how can I tell two people about like my skin and I was just like, I just couldn't imagine, like now I'm laughing about it, like I couldn't imagine it. How long ago was that for you? Uh, I think that's about six years, seven years ago. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I would say six, seven years. That that was still there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then going through so much training and personal development i'm really diving deeply into this topic because i was always a woman that had a lot of this energy um but be feeling so restricted and feeling so ashamed how do i look how do i sound not being able to be too loud wanting to be the good girl Mm -hmm. but like a little girl in some ways Mm -hmm. um 
and going through my whole own process of dropping all the negative beliefs that I had about what S is about my own body image that was the biggest thing like if people would say like oh you're so beautiful i would be like oh wait wait until you see me naked and you'll change your mind mm -hmm. that was literally wow i would look in the mirror and the only thing i would look at is just the spots on my skin i was like i didn't look at anything else like wow. nothing else i was just like yeah literally and if people would say like oh no they're beautiful they make you unique i was like hey, you just say that to make me feel better right right you know? so then when when was the shift how how did you shift into that when i started with tantra mm. yeah and i started with tantra having no idea that it touches upon intimacy as well i really mm. started it as like yoga meditation spiritual practice but when they're like the woman is is adored right. as like you really learn how to see your body as a temple and it's it's and i was like my body is a temple I'm like what do you mean it's just functional right. like um and then when i started to learn about like female curves of of arousal and of pleasure and about so many different types of orgasms and mm. yeah i started to realize i there's so much i don't know and by opening more and diving more into it and going through like difficult transformational exercises supported by like a bigger setting and my teachers in a group i i managed to switch my whole mindset about it right and especially studying a lot a lot about the topic so i get to understand like oh my body can do so much more like there's more than just you know a few seconds of pleasure there's like right. hours of orgasm right um and and when i started to realize that this is something that you can link to spirituality which is the opposite of what we've always been thought that this is separate like okay you either go to the church and you meditate and you do yoga or you're like partying on wild sides like no actually this is this is the seat energy right so yeah it brings me to my next question because let's say that okay you had this very obvious shame of the your, your skin um, and then, you know, you did things and you went through a process, but do you feel like you kept meeting other parts of you that were shamed about other things? It's like, maybe they weren't so obvious, but you know, all of a sudden you were in a situation where a guy wanted to hurt you or to, you know, play, play in, <laughs> in more taboo, you know, things that, do you feel like meeting the shame inside you keeps on getting deeper and deeper and you uncover more and more layers of shame as you go through the process of healing yeah for sure yeah for sure um there's constantly deeper layers so especially if people say or maybe if you're watching you think like i don't really carry shame all of us do literally all of us carry this type of shame whether we are consciously aware of it or not um and after the first layers are pulled away there's deeper layers um like even things about the type of clothing that you're wearing the what you think is the right amount of partners that you can have like how many intimate experiences you can have in a day or in a week or how much variety there can be what you know how it looks like there's constantly different layers how you relate to it with your parents um, how you relate to it with your children when you are you comfortable talking about it teaching mm -hmm. them are you not uh, in all of these things it shows up 
how you're judging other people for them that's a big it, one yeah. i used to judge so much oh how she dressed how dare what she what she slept with three people in one weekend all of these things show so much like if you're hearing your neighbors it happened to me yeah. this week you hear your neighbors mm. how do you react are you annoyed are you contracted you turned on but and if you're turned on are you embarrassed yeah Yeah, exactly are you embarrassed do you feel like a like a lurker yeah and so there's i believe like now for me like even after like six seven years of working with this there's new layers that get that get discovered but on a much more subtle level Mm -hmm. way way more subtle level like i feel the big the big um chunk is gone and i feel a lot of people can remove that big chunk so you really feel free mm. you know to express yourself to experiment to explore to not feel this like oh i need to hold back or what are other people going to think about me how are mm. they going to judge me mm-hmm. but for sure there's there's deeper layers every time right yeah so it's an ongoing journey it is yeah i find that in many of my conversations with my friends with women who actually can have this open conversation about sexuality and um and i see that sometimes there are situations where women do dare and they do go and they do you know do things that uh, would not be socially accepted let's say mm-hmm. but i've also noticed that they come home and then they feel guilty and then they feel the shame and then they're like oh does this mean that I am this kind of person? Does this mean that I am, you know, and whatever the, the status is, con- depending on what they've experienced that. But I, I've noticed that the, the shame can also come after and people yeah. judge themselves for being too, too whatever they were. That happens a lot. Yeah, and that's, that's when all the conditioning that we have uh kicks back in because in that moment it's like exciting and there's maybe even that group energy of like hey let's go for it well, mm. all the girls go together or like right. us you know right. all the guys go together right. and then the next day you're alone by yourself and you're like what did oh, they do yeah like yeah. all the judgments the self-judgment and oh and how are people gonna see me and who's gonna know about this um but all the judgments come in because again we've been built up layers 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 from our cultures and from society um and those messages are engraved in our subconscious and they'll come up on the surface especially because if there was such an experience a lot of energy frees up like blocks are suddenly removed and it's like finally i'm daring to have my threesome or my group experience or be tied up in shibari or whatever like so a lot of energy frees up in mm. those experiences because a lot of the energy frees up then also mm. you know a lot of space in the mind then comes in after to judge it right so it's like the vessel is suddenly much more open and then the mind is like almost cannot handle that mm. you know it's right. like almost it's like it's too much like the body's yeah yeah Karen is here with us saying, when I hear my neighbors, I'm jealous that they did not invite me to the party. (laughs) (laughs) You can invite yourself. (laughs) You know, that's another thing. It's like, why why would you have to be invited? Invite yourself. Maybe they're too shy to invite you. Maybe they feel ashamed to invite you. Asking for what you need. I mean, that's a big one, I think. Asking for what you want, what you need, what makes you feel good. Um, This is 
Okay, we'll talk now about what is the opposite. Yeah. I'll just tell our viewers that we're on the last question. So if you have any questions, then you're welcome to, to write them to us. Um, so let's talk about the opposite side. What, what is the opposite of this shame? What is the ideal? What, what, what do I want to aim to? Yeah, the opposite is really, I'll give you an example. Like, for example, I always walk uh, in my house without clothes. Um, this, yeah, I already gave the example this morning about my neighbor, but like, you know, I work, I work in my home, not wearing any clothes. Like just one of my friends walks in and it's like, there's no, there's no shame. I, I walk in front of the mirror and I'm like, hmm, okay. Like, and just, there's this, there's this sense of freedom that people can experience. It's like going into the bedroom with someone and not worrying. Like if you're too loud for your neighbors, if you're going to come or if you're not, um, knowing how to set your boundaries to speak up for what you want and also like to know what is my turn on what turns me off but really there's such a huge sense of freedom of i don't need to hold myself back i i don't i a lot of people they get in their mind during lovemaking and it's just the mind's empty this is i'm fully it's the best meditation why because you can be fully in the present moment because there's pleasure that you feel in this moment so rather than you know in the mind okay how does my belly look how is my how do i sound am i like penetrating her right like how hard is my lingam instead of worrying about this like feel your like be really connected with what you feel and that brings you into the present moment and from there that's just the body is free and opens up to so many more sensations so there's way more presence more connection there's more intimacy and there's uh, that automatically makes you more playful it makes you more um experiential more open to try new things to propose to your partner like hey you know i've seen this this i'm not speaking about kink i'm speaking about anything that we can try mm -hmm. like even meditate together during lovemaking or just find ways of making love that that are not what we see on the internet like find different ways, be open. Because as long as we stay in our box of like, okay, this is what's supposed to look like. And this is what we're supposed to do. And this is supposed, you know, I need to sound or look or be like this because we are in this box. It's like, okay, this is what it is. And this is what is shaped. But can we, can we like, when there's that freedom, these layers of shame are dropped. It gives us so much more um, freedom to express ourselves and discover new ways of meeting each other. Right. Which, you know, when we're covered still in the shame and guilt, our mind doesn't go there because there's too much, um, how to say, restrictions that we put up on ourselves. So the mind doesn't have the creativity to go beyond what is handed to us when we Google on the internet. But how, like, technically, let's say I have the shame about something. How can I work with that? Like, how can I actually work with that and be like okay i mean it's really easy to say just put the shame to the side but how do people like yeah like how can people you know really meet those places inside themselves and bring it to the light like in conversation in therapy and what do you think are are you know top tools that a couple can do to start touching those unspoken conversations yeah 
what I believe is that a couple should first stop seeing themselves as a couple when it comes to this and relate themselves as an individual. Mm-hmm. Because the shame started from our childhood and we were by ourselves. Mm-hmm. We have complete, even you and I will have completely different layers of shame. Right. Um, so if we're going to try and see it as a couple to start with, it's like it's already mixed with somebody else's energy. So mm-hmm. first, Take that separate and go inside and like, what's mine, what's yours? After that, of course, we can, we can perfectly see, okay, how does that show up in our couple, in our bedroom, in our relationship? Mm-hmm. Um, but for each of them to start with themselves. Um, one tool that I can give for people just to do by themselves is to become really aware on how you judge anything related to this topic about yourself, about awesome. others, um, how people dress, how you dress, how you sound, how many times you should have it, you shouldn't. That's a really good indicator just to create awareness around it. And then for me, group work um, is absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's what I see works the best every single time. Women coming together, work on it in a group, and men coming together, work on it in a group, and then bring it if you're in a couple, because I think this is something really to to discover first on your own uh, while you're in a couple absolutely perfect but then come together but um this is really one of the topics that's really hard to do just by yourself right. because your surrounding will constantly keep poking you right. but if you're in a container with a group of women with a group of men and you're working on this together um there's really a shift and a transformation that's made that will have lasting impacts Mm-hmm. And if it's by yourself, you know, you read some blogs and some articles and you get some confidence right. and then the next one makes a comment and it just puts you down right, right. away again. I also noticed that in a, in a relationship or in a lovership, speaking about faith, desires and boundaries before, yeah. you know, I would say even every act um, or every union really allows people to slowly, slowly start opening and talking about um, these subjects and these you know once you continue doing that then you can really get into more finer places and finer fantasies and finer desires and also knowing how to put your boundaries and say you know for me learning to say okay I don't want to be penetrated that took me years to be able to say that I don't I don't want that but I do want yeah I do want to be this and this and this like for me it was at the time just all or nothing like either yes I'm going all the way with this or no and if I wanted anything in between I felt shame like it could it be is that normal and I don't want to kill the mood yeah exactly but having this conversation is so important yeah so fears desires and boundaries these are um, a really good tool for people for couples to use Um, tell me what happens in the bedroom once we start working with our shame and they begin to disintegrate what what happens yeah and that's one uh one more tool that i like just because you speak you speak my mind in my it's on my youtube channel so you can watch it mm. um I, i'll have to drop the link here later in the group but it's an amazing tool also to communicate after lovemaking mm. Um, to express like what you like, what you don't like, what was really amazing, what could be better next time. And after posting this YouTube, I had a man writing me and he said, Arya, this was the most important talk we had in 27 years of marriage. 
It's like there was so much frustration that we never spoke about. We were like pleasuring each other in ways that the other just didn't even find pleasurable and they wouldn't speak up. It's like, you know, just waiting like, okay, I hope like she's gonna move on to the next thing. Like, so this is an amazing exercise to start speaking and giving each other feedback um, about how the lovemaking was, not in a way to criticize each other, but in a way to like, hey, you know, what are really our desires? How can we create more openness? So I'll drop, I'll send you that link because I forgot the topic yeah. of this video, but it's, a, it's an amazing tool. And couples were just like, just this thing transformed our bedroom times. Amazing. Yeah. I'd love to see that too. Yeah. I'm doing it my partner a lot and it's, we love it. It's yeah. like, okay, lots of feedback. <laughs> How was it? I see. <laughs> and often it's like me, like a really long thing. And he's like, yeah, it was really good. <laughs> like, so, and? and I love everything. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah, no, this or that. Like he's really short and I'm like, so I really liked when you like did this or when you did that. And I, oh yeah, and I, I, that guy, I'm like, huh. So often you'll see a dynamic. I love that. I love that. The more confidence you have to speak about it, the really the better your life is, right? Yeah, for sure. So tell us about how, you know, what's the results? What's the results of dealing with shame or embarrassment in, in any of this subject? Biggest thing, what I would say is feeling free in your body, feeling empowered, feeling, you know, like when you walk into a group, or like into a room and you just feel the whole room is looking at you because there's something magnetic about you. That is this type of energy that's being released. Like, you know how, how certain people, like they say like, wow, you look so good. And it's like, oh yeah, I, I just, I just came from the bedroom scene yeah. because you have a certain energy or that's like, you know, maybe the guys or the girls, like suddenly everybody else is hitting on you. And it's just like two hours ago that you were in the bedroom because there's a magnetic energy about this. Like something gets released. There's a radiance in you that awakens, but if it's just, and that can be just for a few moments after the lovemaking, because after that, like, again, we got all the layers on top, but that can become like a state that is there, like way more permanently. I'm not going to say 24 seven, because obviously, you know, there's waves in anything, right. um, but there's just that confidence to speak freely about it. Like I've had parents that like, Oh yeah, our kids are around, and I would just be like, I like, I'm. I mean, I don't want to disrespect anybody, but it's almost like this thing. I was like, oh, I forget that, you oh, know. It becomes so natural. It becomes natural. Yeah, that it becomes natural and easy. It's easy to express yourself. Um, there's, you don't need to think about it. It just happens. It's in a natural way, easy, effortless. You feel empowered. You feel free. You're not thinking about it. It's like. It's just so, yeah, there's not this, so many worries even, even of like, oh, how do I need to shame myself? Or like, should I like this? Or should I like, even all those things, you mm -hmm. know, it's just like, there's this confidence that you have in your body as a, as a man, as a woman, that's just like, I don't care. I feel radiant. I'm like, I have, I, and there is a one really, really important thing is you are responsible for your own pleasure. Like it doesn't so many, uh, both men and women tell me, like, ah, oh, they don't know how to pleasure me. They don't know how to make me orgasm. They mm -hmm. don't know how to do that. It's like, that, 
you are in touch with your own pleasure. So whatever they do, but like, you know, their partners become just like, yeah, whatever I do now, I touch her. And, and you know, after, after working with you, it's just I touch her and everything I do is right because it's not depending on the partner. Mm. It's the same for men. It's not like you're not limited to just a few hand movements and you get your pleasure from that. It's like your whole body is you know becomes this vehicle this right. temple insensitive sensitive yeah you become and this is the thing like because if you say as a result the mind is not so restricted anymore so the body becomes way more sensitive right like the nerve endings start to to open um and this is the big thing because as long as we're in our minds we're not gonna feel and when we start to connect with feeling because we stop being in our mind this is how the body opens and we have way more sensations and everything can feel super turned on. Right. Yeah. We have a question from Yulia. I'm noticing that when I like someone or feel attacked, I feel shame and confusion. Any ideas how to overcome it? Let me just read it again. I'm noticing that when I, so when she likes someone, or feel attacked, maybe she feels attracted instead of attacked. I feel shame and, and confusion. Um, I, I don't know if she really means attacked. To me, I would, I would think that she maybe she means I feel attracted, but mm. I can be, because I, how would she feel attacked? Or I feel attacked, maybe she feels like somebody is, um, uh, like she like she likes somebody if you're watching live julia please uh, clarify your question like do you mean that you like somebody but then they're coming after you and then you're like oh, i'm confused i feel shame and if that's the case it can be because it, it can bring you in a very vulnerable state there's like you like somebody so there's that that energy is active maybe you're like you've been putting it out and now they're coming back after you and you're like oh, wait was that too obvious you know it's mm -hmm. like um, this this is a type of shame that can that can come so i'm not sure if that's what you're speaking into but that's what i'm feeling it's like okay you like somebody and it's like oh maybe they picks up on it and it's like oh no i don't know i don't know if i want to be with them like there can be this worry of what is my image like how did i put myself out there um so any ideas how to overcome it i would like to know more about your personal situation to give a really a, a better answer but bring awareness to what is the thing what do you feel confused about like what is the shame is it the shame of um how you're seen is it the shame of like oh somebody is attracted to me and like maybe maybe i've been too sexy what what does he think about me so i really invite you to go deeper and like feel in like is it the worrying about what he might think about you about how you've been portraying yourself or even the shame of like, oh, you know, now I'm going to move into like this sexy scene and I, I don't really know how to act and to behave. Mm. Um, so bring awareness, bring awareness around that. And um, I love positive affirmations, you know, just to write down. It's like, I'm worth it. Like, yes, I'm sexy. Like I'm owning it. I'm like, yeah, okay. Somebody you feel attracted to is attracted to you. That's like trying, I always say, like, try to see the sacredness of it instead of, you know, like, oh, what's, what's going to happen there? It's like, it's so beautiful that two people are attracted to each other. That's like nature has made us um, to, to unite 
together. And that's what I feel like lovemaking is ultimately a very deep union between people physically, but it goes all the way to spiritually. Like two souls are uniting on a level that goes, I believe, far beyond what we can imagine in like different planes, dimensions, however you want to call it. So yeah, I hope that answers your question. But if you're watching live, please clarify. Um, we've come to the end. Thank you for being here, first of all. I love, I love this. Me too. I like being in your bed. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about your offerings and tell us about your gifts to our listeners. Tell, tell us how we can learn more from you. Yeah. Um, I just launched a three-day training yesterday, which is going to be for free. It's for women only. I'm currently very focused on women and couples, but couples only one-on-one. Um, so it's a three-day free training, which um, is for all the women to really get insight into their archetype when it comes to this topic. I'm just going to mention it one time. I hope it's okay. So it's a three-day training on sexual archetypes. So you'll discover... Um, what your archetype is because a lot of women they think that there's something wrong with them because they don't um, have the same kind of arousal because their libido is different because they experience pleasure maybe different than their friends um, because you know they, they, they because some are able to orgasm and others are not from um, actual stimulation others maybe only only by themselves and a lot of a lot of these women um or, or like a lot of us including myself are we're just not really aware of how is our anatomy working how is our arousal working like how how are how are like our personal desires our personal our personal qualities interfered intertwined with this so in this three-day training you'll discover a lot about your potential because each woman there's four different archetypes and each archetype has different potentials so one um will have much easier like an orgasm form for example penetration and the other one more from the nipples or from the anal and there's each archetype has a certain has certain qualities that if you want to start deepening and opening into this realm into this world for yourself it's easier if you start with your own archetype and that's what this training is going to be about. Is every woman one archetype? Like yeah. main one? One main, and then there's uh, often a second one that is um, that is popping up, but there's one main archetype wow. for each woman. Each woman. Every woman. Wow. Yeah. So that's happening. I'm coming. Yeah. Yeah. It's happening uh, uh, four, five, six of February. Mm-hmm. And I think you can drop a link. If you want to join, yeah, I will drop a link. Um, And I'll just say it: um, there's an eight-week training that's coming up, uh, end of February, also for women, which is really about this tapping into your potential, dropping any shame related to your body, related to this topic, related to intimacy, and really, I always say, like the yoni of each woman um, can blossom like a flower. Mm -hmm. So this training is really meant to blossom like a flower. Um, and there's a right balance between what I call masculine and feminine structure. Like mm-hmm. there's really the like 
mentally understanding it and practical tools and techniques and then on the side really dropping into the body learning how to feel the body learning how to um have like feminine embodiment exercises that come from tantra because a lot of my knowledge um comes from tantra which is what makes my approach different than like the conscious scene because we go much more um also into the mystery and the sacredness and the magic um around this topic before so, we yeah. go yeah we have a question good it's a long one you ready okay with new partners i'm having a hard time saying no for example we started vaginal s and i feel the tension and no longer enjoying the process or that i don't like that she uses her tongue a lot while kissing also there is a generic pressure to perform even if i would talk about these things up front i'm having a hard time believing that they would be okay for me to say no to things this is from a guy mm-hmm. i'm afraid to upset my partner or leave her frustrated any ideas about how to care less about what the feelings of a person i'm intimate with good good cover up of the words first of all thank you for expressing because i can understand that this can be quite a vulnerable thing to bring up um and second a lot of women love when a man can open to the amount that you just did here a lot of women would melt when a man taps into his vulnerability so my advice would not be to shut it off and not care what she thinks but to really as we said before like communicate like open the conversation and even say like this there's something and not right before like right before the moment it's going to happen but take a separate you know take a separate moment for that and ask your partner or your girlfriend or um who you're being intimate with like hey there's something that I would love to talk about and it's really hard for me to speak about this and this is what's going on and tell exactly what you just wrote to us and I'd like I would be very surprised if you can bring it with that amount of openness with like hey I would just love to for us to connect more together I would love you know I love making love with you like bring it in a very positive way like I love making love with you I want to be fully present if this and this is happening I notice that you know I'm I'm just not really enjoying anymore and I would love for us to find a way to do enjoy so if you can come with this not making her feel like she's doing anything wrong or does mm-hmm. anything wrong with the act of love or whatever is happening but bring it to yourself and say like i'm feeling this way like this this is how i'm reacting and from my side like a woman will like will melt if you tap into that vulnerability um and if you're not able to have a conversation like that then i'm always saying i'm not sure if you then also want to share the bedroom with that person that cannot receive you in a real vulnerability and openness and honesty it's like okay you if that if that scene cannot be created while communicating do you want to um move into a scene that is ultimately even more intimate on deeper levels okay. that's what i would i would also recommend. mention the tone of conversation exactly. like i think that talking about something so sensitive um the way that you come you know nonviolent communication talks a lot about that about being with the i and not yeah. the you you know exactly. you're doing this you're to blame it's your fault but uh, this is what i need or this is what i want and and it's not and i love like i think also mentioning first what you love you know what is good for you and with that 
I'm asking or would like or feel feel the need for da 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 da. Yeah, and that can you know that can come a bit unnatural at the beginning or uncomfortable. So it's not about getting in your head and even like trying to do it in the right words, the right order, but but really come with this place. Okay, this is how I feel. I'm not blaming you. There's nothing wrong. We can only make it better and bring it in that way. Like we can make it even better. Yeah. You know, that's what I want. I like you. I love you. I want to make it even better. Um, and then come up with ways. And maybe she's going to open up and she's going to tell things that for her maybe are not working. Or, um, and then you can have a beautiful open conversation. Watch, again, watch this um, YouTube video that I have about it, which is like a feedback after. I think it's called Do This Right After You Had S. I think that's the title of it, um, which really speaks about this. Um, but so I yeah I recommend to either do it after or to do it before but not not right before like set a separate time um, yeah but coming what you say I statements keep it to yourself and coming with like just something exciting everything can get better from here right yeah the only way is up the only way is up oh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for being here. We loved being with you and we will see you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bing.